This episode of 20 Minute Fitness is brought to you by ShapeScale, the world's first personal 3D body scanner that keeps visually track of changes to your body composition. Currently in alpha testing and hopefully soon enough available to everyone. More on shapescale.com. Hello boys and girls, ladies and gents, this is Martin Kessler and welcome to another episode of 20 Minute Fitness. My guest today, I'm going to keep my usual preamble short, is someone who has impressed me by her persistence and ever upbeat personality over the past few years and that is Jennifer Pate. Jen is co-founder of Public Recreation and I had her on the show a bit over a year ago when Public Recreation was just expanding their outdoor fitness boot camps to new locations beyond their home in San Francisco. A lot has changed for Jen and her team since then and we're going to learn how they've made the transition from in-person training to digital workouts that haven't lost their magical feel of belonging to your community while still becoming much more convenient and accessible to use. You're listening to 20 Minute Fitness and I'm Martin Kessler. All right. Last time we had you on the show, we mainly focused on your journey with public recreation, how the idea was born, the different concepts you had in mind at the time, and all the struggles that you went through as you went through fundraising, YC, and how the idea eventually was you know, catching fire, and you were also talking about your future plans at the time. And this time around, we wanted to play a little bit of catch-up you know, on what's happened since we last talked, and where public recreation is right now, and how you see the future, and also give some great professional advice maybe to everyone who is struggling at home, trying to keep fit during the quarantine. So while our listeners have already met you and know what public recreation is, there might also be some new listeners to the 20-Minute Fitness Podcast. So could you briefly deduce yourself and also what public recreation does? Sure. So I'm Jennifer Patti. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Public Recreation. And well, we were a new type of gym that was all outdoors, offering unlimited classes like strength training and boxing and yoga for $60 a month. But since you and I last spoke, we pivoted. And now we're a service called Workout Daily. And we text you a new seven-minute workout video every day. People are signing up for 30-day challenges. So it's a subscription service for 30-day challenges. Right. And how did you arrive at that new idea? Because last time we talked, you were running a boot camp. It was in person in San Francisco. And now it's all digital suddenly. How come? Well, we we do keep our classes going in Hayes Valley. At least we were until uh, shelter in place. But we we started working on a new a digital platform, like a new idea back in the fall, actually, of 2019. And, you know, we're still working on the same problem. The why behind the, starting the company hasn't changed. And we're, we're still looking at solving the problem of motivation. Like, How do you motivate somebody to start their first workout, to start working out for the right. first time? And then how do you motivate them to keep going? And we're about 90% focused on that first part of motivation. How do, you, how do you help them start, motivate them to start? And about 10% focused on keeping going. And so we talk to our users a lot uh-huh. um, to try to get, get smarter about motivation. And through talking to our users, we learned that people's schedules were insane. <laughs> people were insanely busy. And it was getting harder and harder to make it to an hour-long class. We heard this over and over again. And part of it was that people's jobs were changing or they were moving. They used to work at Google in San Francisco. Now they work at Google in Mountain View. And that time that they used to have for classes, for that hour-long class, that actually took a lot longer than an hour to get to, yeah. was gone. Yeah, it's a huge commitment. One-hour workouts. 
And um, yeah, I mean, you don't want to have them come in in person for a seven minute workout, right? Well, and so what got really interesting to us was imagining how might we shorten it? How might we mm -hmm. make it easier for people to get to a class? Like what's the short, what's the minimum viable workout? What's the shortest amount of time that you can put in to get the maximum bang for your buck? And, and how could we take what was working about public recreation classes that people love, like the vibe and how they felt and the instructors and the music and the community? How could we package that up in a new way? Yeah. And community was, was like a huge factor for you guys, right? Like people love you know like you and you know the people that showed up to the workouts and they love coming back for that right it was great for accountability as well and, and how do you totally. how do you replicate that in a, in a digital format yeah so we uh we started by asking one of our users you know what are you wanting from us that you aren't getting from us today and he said i want you to send me core workout that i can do at home and we're like oh interesting okay how do you <laughs> want how long do you want the workout to be and he's like seven minutes i was like okay cool hold my beer what is it with, with like the number seven like why does it have to be seven minutes why not eight why not five why not ten why seven i never really got that so big piece of motivating to do something learning something new or really doing anything that you that might require some work is you kind of have this movie in your head of what it's going to be like and you want to you very quickly just make a snap judgment mm. about whether or not you're going to be successful right? right and what we're hearing from people time and time again is that i couldn't say i didn't have time for a seven minute workout yeah can't make any more excuses for that, right? Right, you know, and it, it's like we interview people a lot today and they're like, if it was 15 minutes, I'd be like, I don't know that I can commit to that. But seven minutes, if I don't have seven minutes, I've made some really poor life decisions. Or it's like, you know, a lot of our, our customers are parents. They're like, seven. the kids can't destroy the house in seven minutes. Or I can hide from the kids for seven minutes and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so it just, it just becomes this magic amount of time where five minutes, mm, probably not going to be delivering a result but seven minutes oh man martin and when you do the <laughs> workouts you'll that you'll be amazed at what you can get done in seven minutes so all right seven minutes core workouts what did you come up with uh so we started with core because that's what everybody wants and um why does everyone want to have core workouts everybody believe like they get a six-pack from doing i don't know app workouts every day i think it's just part of this zeitgeist right now i think especially in silicon valley i think every guy when you say six pack they're like hmm? <laughs> really well it's kind of like the holy grail but it's it is just so damn tough to get there right yeah well yeah it's not that tough i mean it seems it seems tough but the other thing is i i also think that people are feeling back pain mm -hmm. and i think a lot of that comes from how we're working and how we're moving or not working moving and also mm. the stress of our jobs and our lives and so i think somehow the message has gotten through to people that if you have a strong core whatever that means then maybe your back will hurt less maybe your back will be healthier so there's this other thing that we're seeing that it's kind of permeated people's consciousness is like maybe if i had a stronger core i wouldn't be in so much pain or right. i could go and do the stuff i like to do and it will come more easily like maybe time on my core less time sitting equals healthier happier me so people are definitely either looking for core workouts six pack or flatter stomach yeah. well I, I guess like that there, there's some truth to it right like a lot of workouts actually utilize your core right like if you often cannot really compensate with like your upper body muscles then you will try and overcompensate through your apps right i mean it's still you know like one of our you know largest muscle groups that we need for so many different activities 
Totally. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing is, it's like core workouts or ab workouts, you really feel them mm -hmm. when you do them. Right. And so it's, it's becomes as soon as you get down and start doing the workouts, you're like, Oh, I'm doing something. Yeah. And it's kind <laughs> of know? satisfying to have sore abs for some it's reason. So satisfying. <laughs> A sore back is not yeah. very satisfying. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. And the other motivator is people are telling us no way am I going to do a core workout on my own. I'm not going to do abs on my own. Like I'll go for a run. I'll go for a bike ride. I'll, I'll, I'll whatever, but I'm not doing abs on my own. I need you guys to help me with abs. And so we're, we're happy to do that. Yeah, totally. All right. So, so you start with that. And then how did that look? Well, in the beginning, it was hilarious. It looks like me in my kitchen with my smartphone, with my iPhone, like recording ab workouts, audio, because we wanted to, <laughs> we wanted to test the idea extremely quickly. Right. So yeah, like an MVP. Right? Yeah. So Chandon's like, that was the guy's name. Chandon's like, I want seven minute ab workouts. And so that night I went to my kitchen and I started recording seven minute ab workouts. He didn't ask for workouts he could do with his friends, but we still had that community piece in our head. And right. the reason for that is like all this research, all the, there is certain science out there about what works in terms of motivation and fitness. And if you have your friends involved with your fitness goal, you are vastly more likely to be successful in that goal than if your friends aren't there. And if the goal is fun, you know, if your friends make it fun, it makes the goal fun, you're more likely to do it. So yeah. we're like, let's see if we can put this friend piece in there somehow. So I was recording ab workouts in my phone, in my kitchen, and then and we launched them. I put a post on Bookface, Y Combinator's internal website, whatever, and uh, said we were doing this beta test. And if you want a six pack, sign up below. And like a hundred people signed up, which was cool. <laughs> um, we let our first beta had about 35 people we let in and we launched it on Slack audio workouts that you could do with this group of people. And um, we learned a lot. And then quickly we moved to video and we moved to Facebook and we started running a series of beta tests after that. Why video? Why video? Fitness is really like, you got to see it. And some people want it, you know, people want to digest the content in different ways, but most mm -hmm. people, they want the video. And the other thing is like, I, I believe like personal training, you know, people go to classes and, and hire personal trainers because they want to feel a sense of personal connection. So you're learning, you're right. learning something new and you want to make sure you're doing it right. But you also want to feel a sense of personal connection. And so being close, like one of the things we do in our videos is we crop in really tight. Like most of the fitness videos, you're kind of far away and it, the person maybe looks mm -hmm. like a robot or an animation like it's really the opposite of a personal connection but with our videos we're in they're really tight and those videos you were still recording them like off your iphone or like how did those look i guess they weren't in your kitchen anymore at that no, point they were, then they were in our parking garage at we work <laughs> right <laughs> that's awesome yeah. we needed a white background so we were, that was the only and we needed to be outside so we started with we launched the first 30 day challenge in our, well, we filmed them in our parking garage with our cell phones. And then once we started seeing some traction, we hired a videographer off of Upwork. Right. And then we changed again. Now we have instructors all over the world filming content for us while sheltering in place. Okay. Hold on. So how did those workouts in the end look? I mean, like you were doing a seven minute workout on the camera, but then it was not live streamed was it no uh -uh. okay and um, people were i don't know receiving them like through through a message or email or like how did that in look? the beginning you signed up with friends and we put you into a private friend group on facebook messenger so you were in a group with like five or t ten friends and us 
So that's where the community part comes yeah, in. Yeah, huh? yeah. It was a private closed group, which is fascinating. We learned so much. There was a lot of good shit talking. There was a lot of weird <laughs> videos and GIFs and all sorts of crazy shit. And I still think that within those private friend groups on Facebook, like that social piece was huge. And and I, I want to get back to there somehow. But, but but those friend groups that they knew one another or they were literally like strangers put in a room working out together in a way. K- kind of like how it is in a studio, right? I mean, that's sometimes the case, right? I mean, Sometimes you may go with friends and sometimes there's just a bunch of strangers in a room, but that's how you also make new connections, right? We ran a bunch of social experiments. So we threw some random people together and then we also put friends who knew each other. And sometimes the friends knew each other for a long time. Sometimes mm-hmm. they were new friends, but we we tested, you know, we were like somewhat scientific and how we we're going about it. And then we watched like what happened in the groups that um, knew each other since high school and what happened with the random and then what happened to the text messages. So we had one group who was on a group text message and we were tracking um, how often did people show up to do their workout, right? Because they were 30 day challenges. Mm -hmm. And we found far and away the people who were in groups of friends that knew each other really well for a long time, they had more people who were streaking, like showing up every day on the day to work out. Um, how, how did you know if people were showing up? Did they have to like report into you and tell you like, hey, I did my workout? Or kind of. did they have to send in their own video? Or? Yeah, so Facebook, we did this funny thing, like Facebook has this thing called polls. And so every mm-hmm. day we would drop a workout video and then we would drop a poll. And so you would vote, did you do the workout today? Yes or no? So it was self-reporting. But the cool funny thing was, you could also customize the poll. And so people would say things like, yes, I did the workout today. And scissor kicks can, they would say something like a swear word or a dirty phrase to describe their love of the particular ab exercise that was featured in that video. And we're like, wow, people want to customize the poll. That's cool. But anyway, yeah, so people would report and then every day we would track how many how many workouts did Martin do over the course of 30 days. And it was every day, like five days a week? Or Seven days. How many times? Seven days, Martin. Seven days. Yeah. Holy moly. You were not joking. 30 days. It's, it's really 30 it's days. You know, sometimes when people here. say that, it's not really a whole 30 days. It's seven minutes. It's a, just one month. It's seven minutes a day, Mark. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no excuses, right? Um, but after we did the abs, we did total body strength training, and uh, we had a stretch day. So we, we we gave people a little bit of a break on Sundays. But yeah, it was thirty. Yeah, you work the you were supposed to work out every day for 30 days, but that was the wild thing. And did it work? Did people actually work out 30 days? Or did you also have some, I don't know, black sheep that didn't adhere to the workout plan? For on the work, week one, 97% of our users showed up for their workout. We we counted showing up just coming to the platform. So mm-hmm. we weren't spying on them yep. then. We, we're spying on them now a little bit more. <laughs> but, but then it was Are just you? like, did you, did you show up? And then week two, we had about 64%, no, like 72%. Mm-hmm. Week three, we had in the 60s and week four we still had like something like 44 percent of all the people showing up to do something not bad bad, right like i'd never seen numbers like that for any of my boot camps or six-week programs before but when we interviewed the people who showed up every day on the day because we did have like four or five of those people it was fascinating they were like i've never done anything in my life for 30 every day for 30 days until your until workouts daily came along and we're like wow why how and it was again they were like i couldn't say no to seven minutes or i did it first thing in the morning i felt great the rest of the day and so i just did it every day now why do you think that is like why did it work was it like the shorter time or 
what was it? You know, I think it was, I think the seven minutes is, is magical for people. I think the workouts were really good and you know, the intimacy and the, the way we read them, I think they're really hard. So while you're doing it, you, you know, that it's working, right. You're not just going through the motions. It's like, it kind of works your edge a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think another reason why people are doing it is because Emily, my co-founder is like the trainer in the video. She's ridiculously fit, but she's also struggling. You know, like she'll tell you like, this is really hard or um, stay mm -hmm. with me. Or she's like, okay, we've got five more left, you guys, five, four. And her voice is clearing <laughs> and people are telling us like, she's really relatable or it's nice to see her struggling too, because this is hard for me too. Yeah. And there's just- I, I hate it when I go like to workout class and then the coach is like, not instructors like not doing the exercise they're just instructing and you feel like well i have to do all the hard work it's easy for you like to tell me like to do 100 push-ups yeah it's this combination between she's just right there she's she's in it with me and then you get this amazing buzz afterwards and then the music's really good so in terms of like the science of how we form habits and kind of like getting back to the motivation piece it's like there now we text people so you get this cue you get a text message like mm -hmm. it's time to do your workout you get to determine like when you want to get that the workout arrives it's a new one every day so there's some variety there you do it and you feel good the music's always good you feel good while you're doing it it feels hard and effective mm -hmm. and then you feel amazing afterwards and so it's just this like virtuous cycle that helps you build a habit and then once you start that habit you have your routine we're noticing that people just go on to do healthier make healthier decisions all throughout their day right and and what do you learn like from the social interactions like did those also play a role I think my hypothesis is I think the social thing plays more a role for women than for men. Mm -hmm. Well, that might be a good reason why um, you see more women actually participate in, in group workout classes, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because they're inherently looking for more social interactions during, during workouts. Yeah. I don't know why that is actually. You know, I one of another uh, founder from Y Combinator who's working on a fitness startup, he, he did this interesting exercise with us where he's like, uh, when we were trying to understand marketing and advertising, and he's like, let's go. He's He's like, remember Shaky Weight? And we're like, yeah. He's like, let's watch the commercials for men, Shaky Weight for men and Shaky Weight for women. And it's fascinating. Like the male, com the commercial for men is like one guy pumping iron alone, sweaty. And that's the Shaky Weight commercial. And it talks about like, it's going to carve your chest and this, your biceps and that. And then when you go to the Shaky Weight commercial for women, it's a group of women talking to each other about Shaky Weight. And so it's like, I think, I think we're just, women tend to be more social and we like to to do things together and i think men it, it, maybe in general i don't know this is what the ads are target this is what the advertisers <laughs> are telling us but that that men are like more uh, tend to be more self-motivated and maybe competing more with themselves i don't know we also haven't really built out yeah. the social features on our app yet so maybe more will be revealed i think i can only speak for myself and i think i kind of fall in between i mean i, I do enjoy group workouts i also do enjoy working out alone and i do like though you know like having that accountability almost you know like that i have to show up because i know you know my friend carl and jack they're gonna be there at that workout and if i don't show up i'm gonna be the guy that didn't show up for the workout right and, yeah know, 
make me look like I'm lazy and I don't want to be, you know, yeah. perceived like I'm lazy. So I better show up. So the accountability piece is huge. And I think you're really on to something that having other people around are really drives accountability. Yeah. I think also a difference for me is so, so I do have a Peloton at home and it makes a difference. So they have on-demand classes, right? But they also have live classes. And the difference for me is an on-demand class, I could do at any point in time, but the live class, you know, I, I can even like sign up, you know, I'm going to commit, I'm going to do it tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. shot. And, and then I'm more likely to do it, mm-hmm. even though I could just get on the bike at 8 a.m. and do any other class, you know, that's on demand. But because it's live and I'm committed to it, I'm more likely to take mm-hmm. it. It's funny how that works in your psyche, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I think the science behind that would suggest, and, and I'm reading the book Atomic Habits right now, which I really love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great book. The science would suggest that when you write down the time for when you're going to do the thing, you're more likely to do the thing. And so when you right. when you commit to an 8 a.m. class, you're more likely to do it. You've set the, it's called intention something or another. You've set the intention. And so you just kind of lock it into your head. I know exactly when I'm doing it, where I'm doing yep. it, how I'm doing it. So I'm doing it. And you're going to visualize it in yeah. your head. You know already how it's going to play out. Yeah. And you just have to take that step and do it. Yeah. So fast forward to today, like how did you evolve from, from that in- initial idea where you were just recording, you know, iPhone videos and out of your garage and um, using Facebook messengers to dis- distribute those? Yeah. So, I mean, back back in Jan- like December, I don't know, January, uh-huh. December, something like that. One of our users who done two 30 day challenges back to back, who is also a YC founder, he's like, hey guys, this has changed my life and two of your 30-day challenges i love the videos i i moved to amsterdam when i started doing these i was very depressed i wasn't working out now i'm working out i've joined a gym i work out every day i'm starting to date i'm like sorry on what you're doing nice yeah he's like and i think you should build a thing now i think you should build an app i think you should start with a web app i think you should i will i'm an engineer let me make this for you uh let's do this i'm very bullish on what you're doing and we're like oh ryan that's so sweet thank you we're not really ready for that right now but thank you so much and he's like no 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 no, I see what you're doing by hand. You're ta- you're adding up all these workouts on your Excel, your Google Sheet, whatever. He's like, no, let me just build the software. And we're like, we're not ready for that right now, but thank you. He's like, you don't even have to pay me. Just let me do this. And we're like, okay. And then come like- Yeah, how can you say no to that? <laughs> then come January, we're like, okay, Ryan, we're ready to hire you and pay you. We understand, like, yes, we have conviction that we're onto something, so let's do this. And so he started building out our web app and helping us to find the MVP. And then we essentially- launched it soft launch in February, public launch March 1st. And then we grew a thousand percent in March. And it it turned out that we had launched this home workout texting service at just the right time. And that our initial hypothesis is that people are going to want new ways of working out together and fast faster ways to come together. You you were kind of ahead of your time there, right? I mean, now with COVID-19, everyone wants to do, you know, virtual workouts, but you were already doing it. And I think the whole texting idea, I think that's genius. I don't know why nobody else has been doing that. You know, you know, that, that's what I noticed, you know, like, in so, so you know, I, I, as a founder, I've been also involved a lot in recruiting and we, we did have, you know, like early on, you know, like for phone call interviews, a lot of no shows and we were starting to use Calendly because it's much easier to schedule, you know, like a call, but it also had this feature that you can text reminders to people. Hey, you know, you're going to have this call one hour in advance and suddenly we had no more cancellations it was just working it was beautiful yeah yeah i mean i i think people I don't know. I mean, I think I think it's helpful that I have a I was trained as a designer and I, I 
have I'm very sensitive and I am very sensitive to the friction and the the complexity that I feel and the lack of motivation mm-hmm. I feel when things are overly hard. Um, and so I have a lot of empathy for everybody else out there who are struggling, you know, to to get started with something or to stick with something. And so when you look at all the fitness apps out there, like people kept asking us, like, have you done competitive analysis yet? And I'm like, no, I think all the other fitness apps are kind of, they kind of suck. They're, I just, I don't want to do the competitive analysis because they're, I don't look forward to any of the other apps out there. They're just yeah. unnecessarily hard. What, what makes them so hard? Well, I mean, you, first of all, you have to, most people are like, I just, I just want to start working out. I just want to feel better. I just want some help getting started. Like, I don't know what to Mm -hmm. do. Um, Maybe I'm injured. I don't want to get hurt again. I don't want it to be too hard. I don't want it to be too easy. I'm not really sure what I want. And then you have to, then you have to make all these decisions and you have to, and the sign up, it's like, what's your name? What's your email? What all of the questions Mm -hmm. they ask you, then maybe you have to give your credit card. Maybe not, but there's so many decisions and you're like, I just, I I thought I wanted to start working out, but maybe, maybe I'll just watch Netflix instead. And so I think that's a big (laughs) problem is you still have to go in there and figure out what you want to do. What's your program? How are you going to do it? And then you have to do the workout. Like, don't forget the, also the hard thing is doing the work. Out. So we're like, we're like, F. So with your app, you don't have that. You don't None ask. That. You just not working out. No questions asked. I mean, we try to we try to get you your workout as quickly as possible. So you know, in in the newest thing we're trying, you only have to answer like four questions. Right. Yeah. It's like you click on. And what do you ask? You basically like you're you're going to be responding to uh, some kind of ad, either something targeting like abs or getting stronger or feeling mm-hmm. better. And then you'll, you'll, you'll click on the ad or you'll respond like, yes, I want to feel stronger or yes, my goal is to start working out, just start working out now. And then we say, then we you get three choices. Do you want abs, total body one or total body two? Something super simple. And you're like, total right. body one. And then we're like, what's your phone number? And then we're like, boom, you're in. And you're just going to text me your workout yeah. the next day? Or right like- then. Immediately you get right, right then. then you get a seven minute workout texted to you and a cute gift. You know, another thing actually was habits is that many people just try to make too radical of a change, you know, from one day to another. And then they just can't build those habits because it's like a traumatic, you know, lifestyle change and it's impossible to keep up. Yeah. I mean, everything, everybody thinks a trainer's job is to push people, but really like yeah. a, a trainer, we hold people back is my job is to hold people back because everybody, when they finally decide they want to start working out or working on their fitness, everybody comes in too fast, too furious and, and you yeah. don't have to. And so, you know, what I'm super interested in right now is like, what's the minimum we could do? And what happens when you do like one push up a day? What happens yeah. <laughs> when you do seven minutes a day? Yeah. I mean, if you can do one push up for a hundred days in a row, I think then you have already built like a amazing habit. Yeah. And I, I mean, and I, I know this is true from my own life. Like I was never a great, I was never an athlete. I was never a big runner, but once I kind of had this idea in my head that I wanted to start running, I had this idea that I wanted to run a big race. Like I had this insane idea that I wanted to run this 50 mile race. And so my, my coach started me running just 20, 20 minutes a day and, and every day, but just 20 minutes and then only just run if I felt like it. So if I wasn't feeling it, like go out, try to run for 20 minutes. Yeah. But if I wasn't feeling it, then it's okay. Don't force it. Don't force it. Well, some people that have never been running before, they can even start just by 
taking a longer walk yeah. because even that's something that a lot of people don't do. Yeah. And those 20 minute runs, like not only did that take me running that 50 mile race and finishing it successfully, but that took me running 100 mile races. It took me running across the Alps. Like I'm a testament for just do a little bit, do what feels good and, but try and do it every day. And if you do it every day, right. that consistency will pay off in volume dividend. So what's next for public recreation? Oh, right. So then, you know, after we launched our web app, And we started growing, we only had 90 days of content runway. So me and Emily, I don't, we're only able to film three months of um, 30 day workout. And so that's already a lot. Yeah, it was a lot, but yeah. we couldn't film anymore. But it's not Netflix like caliber. Yeah. <laughs> and so at the same time, you know, every coronavirus came and all trainers around the world suddenly had no way of making money because gyms were closed and everybody was sheltering in place. And so right at the same time as we were, we had run out of workouts, all of a sudden, every trainer in the world was looking for a way to work and make money. And so we started reaching out to trainers in our network and said, Hey, would you like to, um, to start filming content for us, start filming workouts at home and we'll sell them on our platform and we'll give you a share of the revenue for every user who signs up. So you can essentially make money in your sleep. And the huh. trainers were psyched, right? So we had one trainer in Singapore. Um, we have another trainer here in San Francisco. We have 10 more trainers who are like at some phase in the process of creating content right. for us. And so we just see this massive opportunity based on shifts in the, in the industry to really help trainers um, grow their businesses online and connect with people all over the world and and really I think be more successful than they've ever really been able to be successful before because the relationship between the trainer and the gym up until now was pretty like like futile it was like the trainers are kind of like serfs mm. and the gyms were kind of like lords and it and the odds were yeah. not in the trainer's favor to be able to do well but now with the technology and smartphones and and hopefully the tools that we're going to build in our platform you know what that reminds me of that reminds me of taxi drive you know back in the day it was pretty hard like it was really ex well it still is really expensive to get a yeah. medallion right yeah it was kind of a feudal system as well and it was disrupted by uber yeah right yeah i'm not saying that you guys will be uber right i mean there's a lot of negative negativity also around that brand and i'm sure you're gonna do different than they do right yeah i mean like starting off with the rev share is a really good start <laughs> For sure. And also like just making it possible for trainers to make money without having to show up to work every day. Right. I mean, that's the, that yeah. was, that's the biggest thing that I'm trying to like, quote unquote, disrupt. And they can potentially reach many more clients than they can by just being a person trainer in one gym. Right? Yeah. Like million. Right. Because, yeah. you know, everybody right now is like going to video on demand and stuff like that, which it's great. And we need that, but I'm really more interested in empowering trainers to make content that they you know kind of make once and then yeah. um, they don't have to show up and teach a class just to make money they have many other options open to them to grow their businesses and connect with people and, and it's like the idea to do live workouts or more recorded workouts then it's really up to the trainers right now right like and and for uh -huh. the users we we listen to the people who we're serving right and so if the, right. if the trainer comes to us and says i really want to create long form 
video courses, or I want to do a yoga class and then have a sangha talk afterwards and then do this other thing. We're, we're like, okay, great. Let's figure out how to how to make that happen for you right now. And then we will quickly, That's awesome. yeah, we'll quickly build the tech to make it happen. But for right now, the trainers are really psyched to film seven minute workouts in the form of 30 day yeah. programs that they upload quickly and we send out to the world. So that's, that's working right now. But yeah, you know, I think the product roadmap for us is we're starting with trainers, but I see any, any health and wellness professional who's trying to change a person's behavior or you know, help them develop a healthy habit would benefit from the platform that we're building and from the kind of innovations that we're coming up around yeah. helping people form habits. Yeah, I mean, now with, with the pandemic, there have been, you know, a lot of person trainers that were trying to do classes like through Zoom, but they only have limited reach, right? They only yeah. you know, know so many people that probably don't really have much of a mailing list. Right. So how are they really going to, you know, expand enough and I know like some, you know, studios like Barry's Bootcamp, they have enough reach maybe and they can get away with like charging $20 for a single class. But I'm sure most, you know, personal trainers won't have or instructors of any group class won't have, you know, that flexibility. And that's really the heart of one of the biggest problems that we're we're trying to solve for the trainers is to sh help them grow their followings. You know, there's some yeah. some trainers who who really want to build their following and and um, build their businesses online, but they don't know how. And then other trainers who um, don't really want like Shopify like tools. Like it, we're, I'm not quite sure which direction we're going to yeah. go. Are we going to be more like Shopify or more like Etsy? I'm not I'm not sure. We'll have to see. But I do know yeah. that there's a lot. Oh, I can also see it to be like like YouTube, you know, in its early day. I mean, there were a lot of creators. It was kind of, to some extent, even some a little bit amateurish, but in a good way, you know, because you could just experiment and try a lot of new formats and new things. And it, and it created like a, a new form of media almost, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't anything like, you know, network television was completely different. Even like nowadays, if you, you know, compare it like to conventional streaming services like Netflix or Hulu, right? I mean, they are a much different experience, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's much longer form and it's much more curated in a sense, higher budget, but it's not necessarily better. It's just different. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. And then that might be a different direction, you know? I mean, there, there has, hasn't really been anybody that has, at least to my knowledge, that has tried anything like what were you trying to accomplish there? Mm -hmm. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, do you have any idea when it's going to be live? Well, I mean, oh, is it, it live? is live. It's yeah, not live yet, is it? It's live. It is? Yes. No way. Yeah. So you can go to uh, workoutdaily.io right now. Okay. And start getting workouts texted to you immediately. And then um, we have, uh, I think we have five different challenges to, five or six different challenges to choose from. And we've got more, more on the way. So we'd love, love, love for your audience to come and check it out and tell us what you think. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's, I mean, if not now, then I guess never, right? I mean, now's now is the, the perfect opportunity. Now's the time. Yeah. Seven minutes, no equipment needed. And also if there's, I know that a lot of um, fitness professionals and people in the fitness world listen to your podcast, Martin. So if there's any, any trainers or physical therapists or, or people in the industry who are interested in being involved with what we're doing, we would love to talk to them. Right. Yeah, I mean, this is like a great opportunity. And, you know, like I was discussing it with, with another guest on our podcast the other day, you know, like how 
now everyone's habits are being disrupted. Oh yeah. Right? Like your, your gym routine is no longer, your routine going to soul cycle is no longer. We, we all have to come up with new ways, right? Yeah. And suddenly we start cooking. We, we no longer go into the restaurant. We're, we're no longer eating crap, yeah. you know, fast food. We, we're suddenly making our own dishes again. Oh, it's, which is awesome. it's, oh my God, Martin, it's such an exciting time for health. Like on the one hand, it's very scary. On the other yeah. hand, like I have never seen such an exciting moment for public health exactly what you're talking about. It's like this opportunity that we have had to make this reset. And on the one hand, we most people have, at least in in, in the West, have been given more, more time because they're mm -hmm. working, either they're working from home or maybe their job has shifted, right? And the, a lot of people have kids and now they have to provide childcare for their kids at home. So their time pie is a little bit different, but a lot yeah. of people suddenly have 30 minutes, one hour, two hours, four hours of their life every day that's been given back to them because they're not commuting. And what we're seeing is just a massive uptick in exercise. So there's people who used to be exercising at gyms or whatever, and now they're doing it at home. But then there's all these people who weren't exercising yeah. who are like, I have time now. There's all these workouts online now. I'm alone. Nobody's looking at me. And so I can just, I think I'm just going to try this. And then we also see all these people exercising outdoors. I like, I see so many people who clearly just grabbed their roommate and was like, dude, let's just try this running thing. Let's just go for a run. And they're yeah. like, I don't run. I'm like, I don't run either. So, so it's not just me, but, you know, yeah. like I feel like sometimes if I go to popular trails, I see more people running now than before totally. COVID-19, which is crazy. It's crazy. And it's so exciting because the more people that we see outdoors, running, riding bikes or whatever, the more that we're like, okay, I'm going to give that a shot. Like it puts the idea in our head. And then there's fewer options. So people are like running, they're bike riding when they're doing home workouts or they're building home gyms. And we're yeah. so many people are doing this. So, so, so what, what, what else would you actually recommend, you know, like for people that are maybe stuck at home and, you know, they're looking to exercise and they're looking for some new ideas? Well, I, I would recommend trying something different every day until you find something that is fun and that you look forward to come, coming back to, right? So my advice is always the same, that the, the, the only workout we're doing is the one that you look forward to. And so if you haven't <laughs> found something that you look forward to, then just keep trying different things, right? And so it could be, you know, the options available to people are all of the online workouts. So all of like dance, mm -hmm. dance cardio, hit workout daily you know text like short workouts longer workouts zoom yoga classes peter walter's yoga class is phenomenal the other fitness apps like just try stuff a lot of it's free or there's a free trial and play with different ways of motivating yourself like you were saying you're more likely to show up if you register for a class than if you could just drop in anytime some people are more likely to show up if it's a seven minute workout they're like i got i I can wrap my head around that. So try a bunch of different things. And then also like, like you were saying, this is a time where you could form a new habit. So if you were thinking about running, start by walking and then just like try running around the block. And then as soon as you get uncomfortable, walk. And then when you're feeling frisky again, try running to the end of the block, you know? And so start small and just kind yeah. of play with your fitness now, because it's a great thing to do when you're outside. It gets you out of the house. And, um, 
Yeah, we're all yeah, and it keeps you sane. It keeps you sane. It's a great stress relief. It's such a great stress relief. And then um, you know, uh, we're also I'm working on this side project with a friend of mine to really help people who are brand new to fitness like get started. And we're doing these seven day quick start guides. So how to start running in seven days, or how to ride your bike in seven mm-hmm. days, or how to start a strength program in seven days. So yeah, I think you could pick a goal like one of those strength, bike, run, and then just look for a beginner seven day program. And just try a bunch of different things is really my advice. Right. And I have to ask because I think you're kind of an expert in that area. And, you know, like in, in you know recent weeks, I've been seeing all over the Internet, people turning, you know, regular household items into workout props. Yeah. What do you think is like the best DIY at home workout equipment, in your opinion? Um, well, let's see. My favorite objects. I really like my countertop because I use it for doing push-ups, Right. It's in my uh-huh. kitchen and I've just kind of associated countertop with push-up. So while I'm waiting for my coffee to brew or well, like an inclined push-up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I You're not just horizontally on your no. countertop, right? <laughs> no, like an inclined push-up. Because I think the push-up is like the most perfect exercise because it works yeah. to your front and your back and your core and like all of it. And so I try to do push-ups on different surfaces because then I just do them more. So I do like the countertop for push-up. My second favorite one is a chair. And we use them in our mm-hmm. in our total body workout all the time. It's just amazing. For dips? Yeah, for dips. Um, if you Emily does, Emily can like somehow work out your whole body with a chair it, it yeah. does increase the range the movement the strength training movements you can do and then um i mean those are uh, those are my 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 top things that at home that i use but i i also like like somebody took two look la, san pellegrino glass bottles and we're using those as essentially dumbbells I, I love really yeah I love watching people get creative with like using a gallon jug of, of milk as a kettlebell or using yeah, that's a good bottles one. as dumbbells I, again I the dumbbells are really hard to come by these days yeah <laughs> yeah I also one of our instructors uses a broom handle as a stretching tool so she's been using that to as part of her mobility workout I haven't tried that yet but I'm mm. really excited to um, give it a shot because I want to work on my mobility nice all right well it's it's been a longer show again this happens like, every time we it's talk just always so much to talk right <laughs> so yeah i mean anything else you would like to share with our audience i i think just like get out and get moving everybody and and come and test out our product and tell us what you think because we're still very new and we'd love to find out if we're making something that people want awesome well i'm, I'm so happy for you all you know like maybe you know in, in a year or two when we talk again you, you're gonna be like now on a youtube for fitness who knows, who knows? So exciting. Yeah, thank you. Well, I'm excited to keep the conversation going, Martin. And thank you for giving me a chance to talk to everybody. Right on. Thanks for coming on to the show, okay. Jen. Bye, Martin. Yeah. Bye, you guys. Take care. As always, you'll be able to find everything talked about today and soon enough also a transcript of the podcast on our show notes on our website at 20minute.fitness. Hope you enjoyed today's show and be sure to tune in next Thursday for another episode of 20 Minute Fitness. I'm Martin Kessler broadcasting this from my lovely home here in San Francisco.